0: Turn your Bibles tonight to so Psalm 16, please. Psalm 16. I love to, every once in a while, just read and study Psalm 16. I know now as we begin to read that primarily this psalm is written about the Lord Jesus Christ. But there is many applications that can be made to every Christian from this psalm. And so I'd like to begin in verse 1, Psalm 16, verse 1. Preserve me, O God, for in Thee do I put my trust. O my soul, Thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extended not to Thee, but to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrow shall be multiplied. Their that hasten after another god their drunk drink offerings of blood will i not offer nor take up their names into my lips the lord is a portion of mine inheritance and of my cup thou maintainest my lot the lions are fallen unto me in pleasant places yea i have a goodly heritage i will bless the lord who has given me counsel my reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither will I, will thou suffer mine holy one to seek corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, we're so glad to be here tonight with your people and be able to just open our word and read about it and study it with each one of us, Lord. Bless us, we pray now. Give us the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would, please, I'd like to begin in verse 1. The trusting child of God has a claim on God's care. Look at verse 1. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Uh, notice God's word says, Lord, take care of me because I trust in you. I was witnessing to a man one day, and this man said to me, I'm never blessed like you are. It just seemed like every time you turn around, Uh, you're blessed on some way or another. You're always talking about what God has done to you. He said, God never does anything like that for me. And I said, but are you saved? Are you a child of God? He said, well, no. I said, then how do you expect God to bless the devil's children? And he won't. And the Bible makes it very plain. An unsaved person cannot ask God then to heal their loved ones. An unsaved person cannot bless... Ask the Lord to bless their families. Only save people. Have a claim on God's grace and God's goodness. And I think about that a great deal. Isn't it a a pleasure and a privilege to be a child of God that you can call upon God and know He'll hear you because we know He belongs to us and and we belong to Him. And so the first word says, Preserve me, O God, for in Thee do I put my trust. Now, I know who I put my trust in. Amen? And so, if I know I put my trust in the Lord, uh, then I have a claim on Him that He'll preserve me. Now, look at the second one. God is my own personal Lord and Savior. Verse 2. Oh my God, O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord. My goodness extendeth not to thee. Several years ago, I heard a preacher preaching and he said, one of the biggest words in the human language is the word "mine," And he went on to say uh, somebody died, but he said if my mother died, that's a different thing. And he said that uh, God uh, and he went on through talking about the Bible is full of, of, of the word and the personage of God. And the Bible talks much about God. But when you say my God, that changes things. And so it is a tremendously big word, the little word is my. In verse 2 says, O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord. And so God is my heavenly Father, God is my Savior, and on and on you can go through the Bible, and that is the faith that saves a person. When a person says, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that's one thing. But when someone says, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that He is my Savior, that's a different thing. And so the little word, my, is a tremendously big word. And then uh, verse 4. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another god. That drinketh offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. Sorrows multiply for those who run after other gods. I have a man who works for me every once in a while, and and I get so tickled at him sometimes. He's just a natural, I mean, I don't mean natural, but a a constant drinker. Uh, I worked for one years ago when I was in the masonry business. Uh, He had uh, that, you remember the coffee cups, the round green, the stainless steel. We used to carry our coffee in. He would carry hundred-proof whiskey in that thing. All day long, he drank whiskey. He just was a drunk. And uh, he didn't get drunk, what it took of me. Uh, well, it didn't take of me, but it amazed me that he would drink all day long, and he wouldn't get drunk. He just always drank it. And uh, this fellow over at our lake place that does my yard and helps me every once in a while, uh, he's just a drunk. He drinks all the time. I mean, the only reason he wants to come mow my yard and help me a little bit is get a little bit of money to run to the store get him a six-pack beer and go home and drink. And, and he drinks like that all the time. And so I got two of these uh, false geese that look just like Canadian geese. I mean, they're identical to them because we got six of them that flew in from Canada and one of them stayed. And so this guy's mowing my yard, he's going around. He said, man, them geese look alive down there on the lake. I said, no, that rubber geese and he come back around and he's oh, oh he said I'm having a heart attack, I'm having a heart attack. I said, What's the matter with you? He said, One of them geese moved. <laughs> and it was that lie when it flew in and stood beside <laughs> I me. Mean, that tickles me to death. But on the other hand of it, he's sort of like my neighbor down here come around, and, you know, and he, he he was driving while he was drunk, so they took his car away from him. And then he got on his lawn mower, and he drove up through here, and, he, and he, they caught him out here on the road driving the lawn mower took his lawnmower away from him. And so he started walking through the neighborhood, and he and, in, hey, Preacher, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing good. I'm just messing around. you just messing around, Preacher? And what I'm trying to say, these kind of people, they go from bad to worse. It just seemed like every time you talk to them, they're just having worse troubles all the time it comes along. I, I laughed at the uh, person that I know. Uh, every time you saw them, they had a, driving an old car. It wasn't worth anything. Uh, next thing you know, you'd see them with a the headlight out and they're still driving it. Next thing, they didn't have a tag on and they're getting tickets every time you turn around. And their name was Gail. And I said, Gail, don't you realize that the police force knows your car by now? Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. So she started riding a bicycle, and you know what she did? She went and go get her glasses fixed, so she ran into a stop sign, and they got her for drunk bicycling on the sidewalk. (laughs) It's the truth! And it was for one thing after another. Always getting in trouble. And listen to what verse 4 says sorrow multiply for those who run after other gods. And you just think about it. People who run after money are never satisfied. People who run after pleasure are never satisfied. And I never met a man who hadn't had a false God who was happy. I mean genuine happy. If he's got some other God besides the true God. And verse 4 tells you that. In verse 4 and 5 now, watch it. Uh, Their sorrow shall be multiplied, that hasten after other gods, their drink offerings of blood will I not offer. Uh, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup thou, maintain, thou maintainest my lot. Mill Trotter once said this, that he had seen many a religious bum, but never had he seen a Christian tramp. And that's the truth. And you think about that. David said, I have been young, and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread? Now I know this: God has a way of taking care of His own, and you can't figure it out. You can you can sit down if you want to make. And you know how I have so many preachers have heart attacks. And you start a church like this, a congregation like this, and you're depending on tithes and offerings to pay all the bills and everything else in the world, and uh, you, you there's no guarantee of that. I mean, if everybody's heart's right with God, they pay their tithe, they pay their offering, and the work goes right on. That's true. But at the same time, there's always that concern in your heart. Are they going to serve the Lord? Are they going to give? Are we going to be able to keep going? Uh, you see, when I was laying blocks, I charged so much a block, I turned in the bill, and i get my pay for the boxes i done. So I was doing work to get it done. But we work by faith. And when you work by faith, you can't see it. You can't see it always, plan on it ahead of time. And that's wonderful in a way, that's a wonderful way to live. God blesses so much. But I can tell you this, you can't figure out how God's going to bless you. You can't do it. Because you never know where it's going to come from, nor how it's going to come. But it will come. It God's own time. God will bless His own. Verse 5. The Lord is a portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my life. When you're having a hard time in this life, uh, one way to keep going is count your blessings. A little song that we sing, and I love it. I I just love to sing it and and get people to testify the blessings of God. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Sometimes when you're feeling down, sit down and just write down, how God has blessed you this day, just this day, how God's blessed you on every hand. I went to a service station the other day, and I said, uh, uh, the credit card ain't working. And he said, well, how much gas you want? I said, well, I want to fill it up, but how are you going to do that? And uh, he said, well, uh, how much you think it'll hold? And I said, well, I'll tell you what, give me 15 gallons. He said, how am I going to figure that out? I said, you got a computer there, figure out how much it is a gallon and I give you the money for it. He said, oh, he figured it out and I gave it to him. I come back and I said, how much do you say that was? He said, $45 and some few cents. I said, $45 and some few cents? He said, well, give me 35 then. I didn't know you could negotiate on gas. You know, I'm serious. The guy gave me $35, in, and I gave him 35 and walked out. I got outside, I said, he's nuts. <laughs> but on, on the other hand, do you ever think God had a hand in it? I mean, just think about it. And, and I look at it every day of my life. Those kind of things go with me everywhere I go. It's just so strange sometimes how God blesses, but this one thing I do. You sit down at the end of the day sometimes and just jot down some of the things that God has done for me, and you have to come away and say, verse 5, listen, The Lord is a portion of my inheritance, and of my cup thou maintainest my lot. Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world and I know this from the bottom of my heart, God will never let you down. He'll never let you down. I, said, I say to people all the time, and I, I'm so thankful that my pastor led me to the Lord, told me not long after I it, saved, he said, Brother Storm, don't keep your eyes on me. He said, I'll let you down. And by the way, if you keep your eyes on me, and they will let you down, not meaningly, but I don't care, meaning or not meaning. They will let you down. And there he told me, You keep your eyes on Jesus, Jesus will never let you down. And you know what? I am so glad to this day that I keep my eyes on the Lord not man. Because uh, men people will disappoint you. But Jesus said, Lo I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Then notice if you were at verse six down through verse eight. The lines are fallen to me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly. Here it is. I will bless the Lord, who has given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Verse eight. verse six to eight is so important. If you make up your mind, you're going to serve the Lord. Stay put. Faith in His counsel, God. Amen. And then please the Christian. Can go to his grave with the hope of blessed resurrection. Verse 9 and 10. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither will I suffer thy holy one to see corruption. That's hope of the resurrection, amen. I don't worry about dying, because the Bible says I ain't got to. My flesh is going to rise again. I'm going to be in heaven. And in the last part, the blessed life leads to glory. Verse 11 Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. I laugh at these people that I talk to a lot about being saved, and they say they want to make this uh, insertion that. If I get saved, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose a friend. I'm going to lose something. They always talk about what they're going to lose if they get saved. No, you're not. Because the Lord is my portion. Amen. And notice what he said. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forever more. I've had more fun and more pleasure since I got saved than I could have ever thought about having before I got saved. Amen. And I believe every Christian, if you sit down and count your blessings that God has blessed you with, you'll have to come away and say that. That God has been my portion. He's blessed me on every hand. And I'm so glad I'm saved tonight because of it. And I like to read Psalms 16 sometimes just to get a blessing from on high and say, Lord, thank you. Amen. Just thank you for being my God and taking care of me. I'm seeing something happen right now in my family that I am so thrilled about, I can't hardly stand it. Because Ricky, my Billy and Robin's son, my grandson, is coming to church. And then Sunday, uh, his fiancee he is get married to her. I've tried to talk about it, but I can't. But he, he's gonna get married. And uh, he's head over heels in love with her. And, and I, I always told these boys, don't you get saved to somebody that's not born again. Well, uh, she came come in the office uh, crying Sunday morning after church. And uh, she said, Paul, I'm saved, but I've never been scripted baptized. He said, I want to get baptized. Well, her son, I think he's 11 years old, something like that. He, he stood there and listened to me talk to those other two kids in my office. They got saved. And he said, well, I want to be saved, too. So all three of them got saved in my office and she wants to be baptized. So now i got four of them to be baptized and uh, they want to wait. Now get this, they want to wait till next Sunday, not this Sunday coming up, but the next Sunday because they're bringing their families to see them baptized. And I praise the Lord and I think about it, maybe some of them going to get saved. Amen. And you just don't know what the Lord do doing. But I think God is still at work. Amen. All the time. God's good. Amen. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, it's been a good day. It's been a good week. Lord, you watched over and kept us. Took care of us, and I thank you so much for it. And Lord, I ask you tonight, help each one of us that's here tonight to go away from this place tonight rejoicing. And I do pray for the baby. Lord is sick, and her mom and, uh, and grandpa. Lord, and as they are home tonight, watch over. I pray for each one of these that could not be here. I pray for every one of them that's on the prayer sheet. I ask you to bless them. Bless us as we go on our way home. Watch over those that travel. And Lord, we count your blessings very highly and we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Shake your hand with somebody, please.